Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery, and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets, and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello everyone and welcome back to Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey and I'm here with Patty. <laughs> Hello. Hello, doing? I am Patrick. Uh, it's it's very nice to meet y'all. To meet y'all. To meet y'all. We're back together again. Yes, we separated for, I'd say it was about two weeks, Amy. Sure. But we're back together again. Yeah. Yeah, today is a very exciting day, isn't it? I know. It's the day of the year, everyone. It's the day of the year. It is the day of Amy's birth. I was born. Today. Today. 35 years ago. I know. It's very exciting. It's been a lovely, relaxing day for it's Amy. It's been a really nice day, actually. And we had one, we had, we had one child, child, we had one children at home. Um, the wee man, and yeah. he <laughs> was it. Our daughter did not want to go to school because she thought she was going no. to miss out on all the parties. All, yeah, all morning she was like, "I'm the only one that's not going to be at home." And I'm like, "And you know that you have to stay at at school. You can't like pretend you're sick." And she goes, "Well, I mean, I'm thinking about it." And I'm like, <laughs> "No, you're not, because I'm not coming to get you." You no. can just stay in the sick bay all day. Um, but yes, it was the day of your birth today. Yeah. It still is. It still is. It's as still we your record birthday. This. Um, how are you feeling? Are you I feeling feel good? good. Yeah. yeah, I feel really good. Yeah, I feel nice and relaxed. I feel good. I don't have any more adjectives to add to that. What do you think was your favorite part about today? I really liked having a bath because it was raining outside and our bath is like, if you haven't seen it on Instagram, it's like super magical and it overlooks like the bath is at the window and the window overlooks all these beautiful trees. Yeah. And so um, it's a very Pinterest bathroom. It's very Pinterest. Very Pinterest. If you're Pinterested, you should check if it out. you're Pinterested. That was good. I think that's why they called Pinterest Pinterest. Oh my god, I totally get it now. Right. Anyway, um, so that was really nice because I was reading a book and it was like a witchy book and it was so nice. And what what sort of birthday cake did you want? Oh, this is a sad story. <laughs> it's not. Just lie. Um, well, I see. Let's do both of ours because Patty's birthday was three days ago. Here's a story for you. And I he requested a. A cheesecake. Like a New York style. A cheesecake. Is, is that what it's called? Yeah. New York style or a New yeah. York big? A New York, either or. Okay. It's from New York. Um, a cheesecake. And I made him one and the recipe I have is really yummy and it was really exciting. And then the dog ate it. Yep. <laughs> the dog ate. In the morning before any of us had had it. Yeah, Sorry, that was a bit sad. So I was in the bathroom and the kids were upstairs and I heard some noise. Amy was out at Pilates. That Pilates. And I heard noise and I went, oh, what? what? I went, no, man. And then the kids, I heard the kids go, oh, no, daddy. Um, and he'd eaten, well, half of it. Yeah, literally um, half the cake. So we cut the good half off, <laughs> off yeah. and brought that for our picnic. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was a bit sad. And so then for my birthday, hmm. I requested a Disney-themed cake. So Amy wanted Disney cake. So I, I love Disney. Yes. And I had this idea 
of doing a cake where you put the you know the the, the princess inside the cake and from the waist down is cake like, and it's, it's like a very 90s a flowy cake dress everyone used to have like the ice cream cakes with the barbies in it it looks great it looks great and look the cake was delicious because effort, it's amy's recipe it was a plus for effort the, and <sighs> intent and what would you give it for execution i'd prefer not to answer that question if you want to get a visual close your eyes and imagine <laughs> A cinder, a Cinderella doll with a very big, like, bell-bottom dress. And then imagine somebody getting a blowtorch and just <laughs> melting it. Uh, 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 that's it. It Like, the icing did not defy gravity. Then no, the second batch of icing was a lot thicker, but whenever I was squeezing it through the piping bag, it was coming out the top. So I was just covered in icing, and I was... There was icing literally. Everywhere. Every, it was in his glasses. Mm. <laughs> it was on your feet. I had blue blue food day all over uh-huh. me. But you tried. Uh, but I'm a, But you have to explain, like, I'm a good cook. I'm a good You are baker. a good cook. Are you a good baker? I'm very good with breads and stuff. Like, I do... Look at my pizza dough. That's true. It's incredible. That's true. But I'm, I'm new to the world of cakes. Um, and yes, especially experimental cakes because I've made you cake in the past and it's been great. I have yeah yeah uh, last uh, yeah. last year, but this was this was new. Um, I thought I'd planned it out, and I must say I was this slightly. Didn't happen. This I was, was a bit not, embarrassed. This was not our year for cake. Nope. It Next actually year. looked like if somebody goes, "Hey, my daughter made a cake." <laughs> it's what that's like. She's three and she made a cake. That's it's what. It looked like, but with a Cinderella doll shoved in the top. The colors did match, though, I must the say. The colors were spot on. Mm. There will be no photos. There is no evidence of this cake ever no, existing. No, I, I noticed that after we sung Happy Birthday, the cake disappeared very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think the best part was that Patty was really scared for Poppy to come home because he knew she'd be like, oh, oh no, she'd be like, what is this? No, but what was her reaction though? She patronized you. Oh, was that not real? No. Oh. I thought she actually thought the dog had eaten it. (laughs) She came home and we were worried that Norman would have eaten my cake as well because he's such an asshole and he loves to jump on the table and eat everyone's food. And we got home and we were like, she ran into the kitchen. Hope the dog hasn't. And she ran into the kitchen and she goes, yep, (laughs) yep, he's eaten the cake. And Patty walks in and goes, Nope, that's just how I made it. (laughs) 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 To be, to be, to be completely, to be, to be completely honest, I was kind of hoping that he had, because then I would have an excuse. For it looking, no for it looking, for it looking so bad. But she walked in and goes, "Oh no, too late, Daddy." Norman got to the cake and like, no, that's just how it looks. And she goes, "Oh," and it was, it was, it was worse to admit that because. <laughs> oh my <Okay>. god. <laughs> so that was my birthday. <laughs> oh god, I'm stressed. We're not actually here to talk about my birthday. No, we're not. I'm going to Oh, Patty, what what are you using then? Oh, I'm just using this essential oil roller called the Realm Beyond. It's Oh my god. From our our episode sponsor. What 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 are they called? They're called Wick and Sage. Oh, I think Magic Dispensary. I think their website's wickandsage.com. They sell all sorts of things essential oil rollers, um, beautiful crystal floral candles, oh, wow. uh, ritual candles, ritual oils, um, incense blends, ritual bath salts. The um, list goes books. on and on. Yeah, wish candles. Um, and also uh, some cake making uh, <laughs> recipes. Good old fashioned recipes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, but there are there are episode sponsor uh, this week. They um, sound wonderful. They gave us fifty bucks just to uh, have a chat about um, working sage. So yeah. if you're in the market 
for some Realm there Beyond. There you go. Oh, I'm exhausted that. now. Get on that monkey. Um, look, it's got <clears> crystals and stuff in the in the background. Yep, there you go. What what is this? What is this? It's star anise. Sorry, how do you? Know? Oh, you must know this, these oh, these people just, quite just well. Just by guessing. Yeah. Anyway, so we're actually here for a reason today. Yes, we I are. am on some some tablets. I know. Patty hurt his foot. So if I am a bit, you know, spaced, I slow, slow, spaced, not quite with it, not feeling with it. Don't <coughs> think, yeah, just uh, that's because of the drugs. And I'm pregnant, and it's quarter to nine at night, and I will probably be gone soon. It's not going to stop me from having some birthday wine, though. It is birthday week after all. <sighs> okay, so the real reason why we're here today is because it's nearly time for in, in bulk. bulk, the next turn of the wheel, which mm -hmm. is very exciting. The wheel has turned. And we find ourselves at Imbolc. This beautiful Sabbath, which is celebrated on August 1st here in the Southern Hemisphere. So that is Monday. Um, in the Northern Hemisphere, they celebrate it in... Mm, the opposite. The other side. The other thing. Um, I'll look it up. You let me keep see talking. if I can figure it out. May? You keep, you keep going on. I'm going to keep going. Um, so Imbolc is a time to celebrate the light at the end of the tunnel. So we are now at the midway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox, which is very exciting. And so whilst the air is still chilly and cold, there is a sense of hope in the air because the days are becoming brighter and new signs of life are beginning to show. Yay! First of February. It's the first of February. In the if you're in the northern, if you're in the north, in the north, in the north. Um. Yeah. So that means spring is on the way. We're seeing the flowers are starting to slowly bud. All our trees are starting to like. One. The first sign of um, spring here is that we have this big jasmine plant, and you start to get jasmine, and the mm. garden smells really good. Jasmine's. I love that. It's so beautiful. Probably my favorite Disney princess. Really? I knew that actually. Jasmine. Different Jasmine. Jasmine. Um, I like Rapunzel and Belle. And Ariel. I love, I love Belle. You do like Belle. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Um, so, Imbolc is often a Sabbath that I feel kind of doesn't get enough love. Yeah, because right. Because it's in between Yule and Astara. So Yule is like, you know, super festive. Mm. Everyone always celebrates and it's <laughs> this big thing. And then you have Astara where it's like spring equinox, there's flowers, everyone's happy because it's warm. And but how I... good's Zimbog? Because it celebrates what's common and like... Exactly. <clears throat> and like that relief of... And it's been a very uh, wet winter. It's oh, been... It's been been cold dark rainy cold. um which is you know it's it's kind of standard winter weather it is but that's it nice because it breaks it up it gives yeah. you that like yeah the light and it's a reminder <clears throat> as well it it's a reminder because people go oh i can't wait till spring and they kind of look at it as oh well spring's over there as opposed to you know it's beginning or it's at least mm -hmm. it's coming or hey it's nice to know that it's it is on its way but it's a I, nice reminder. the thing I like about Imbolc, and because people don't often give it enough attention, is that that's kind of like what the intention of Imbolc is. Like it's it's meant to be a very slow Sabbath, and it's meant to be about contemplation and planning. So it kind of makes sense that it hasn't got this big like celebration mm. and stuff that comes along with it. It's more of one where you actually like take a pause mm. and think about what is to come which i think is kind of nice um and it just like gives you that opportunity to think about the spring and the summer and like how do you want to show up for it what are your goals for it like it kind of forces you to sit and think because you can't do anything yet because it's still cold mm. but you're not like in the dead of winter so it's kind of like yeah. time to write your list and get things done like, yeah, like I said, it's a reminder that it's common. It's kind of like, um, it's it's kind of like a pre a pre warning. Yep. Before you get to you know, 
if you're in a rhythm of winter it's like hey hey it's not forever it's not forever things Mm -hmm. are happening soon and like even like symbolically well not symbolically like literally animals are starting to come out from Mm. their slumber and hibernation and Mm. all that so it's kind of like yeah the world is starting to wake up but for us in the southern hemisphere as well it's good because this time this half of the year is always crazy because it goes so quickly Mm. because we have like the christmas rush is on the way it's on the horizon Mm. so this is like your last pause before you really like dive into the shitstorm of getting everything done before the end of the year it's hump month it is it's the hump month it's it's the wednesday of the year Mm-hmm. it's like have the... a big deep breath before you finish off the year yeah mm. so <clears throat> now is a really good time if you are like a garden person so this is what's like something that i have literally been thinking about this week it's like what do you want to plant in your garden mm. like we were talking about it with the kids like getting each of them to pick like a flower or a herb or whatever so if that's what you want to do now is a good time to do things like think about Um, you know, which ones like to be planted at what Mm. time, what spot do they like to do, like clear it all away, like figure out all the things that you can do to make it thrive. So like putting all the um, fertilizer in the soil, getting it all ready, like now is the time for prep because when spring arrives, you're ready to go and Mm. you can like plant things and get that all ready. And so you can also see that as like your symbolic way of life like what are your goals for spring and summer like do you want to get super fit do you want to eat start eating that's what i was just gonna say bikini season's just really good so it's like well what do you want to do rather than like putting it off go well what is my big goals like do i want to get organized for christmas now do i want to get really fit like Mm. what do i want to do do the prep do the prep so that's what i think of in bulk as it's like a do the prep now your, you know, your past self helping your future self out. I tend to ignore that. I know you do. Voice. I'm getting better. I feel. You're good at everything, though. Like it's. <sighs> I know it's hard. But like the prep involved, like you know, when you see somebody goes, "Yeah, God, I'm, I'm, um, <clears throat> going to do the Kokoda Trail next June, so I'm training." I'm like, "That's a year away, mate." If it was me, I'd be like, February, March, maybe. I'd be like, all right, better go for a few but you're walks. you're the, like, person that finishes packing the morning you leave. Yeah, but I always get it done. You do, but it's so stressful. Who for? Me. Mm, not for me. Because I'm the one at the door going, can I thrive on that. I don't thrive on that at all. That's why we're together. It's not. <clears throat> Trust me. It's really not for me. <laughs> I'm here purely for your cake baking skills. <laughs> Um, (coughs) so we kind of touched on this a little bit when we were talking about yule i think but you okay yeah (laughs) but um it's also a good time to remember what our ancestors used to live like and this is not like a hundred years ago Hmm. this is like a few hundred like going way way back because life for them was pretty damn hard at this point Mm -hmm. because they needed to have prepped their food it was like an art form because they literally needed to know how much food was going to last till the end of winter and like when does winter end end would it end didn't like look at the calendar and go you know, on this date, it's sunny and warm. Mm. So who knows? Like you would need to have extra. And that's probably another <clears> reason <throat> my inbox big celebration is because it's it's, it's almost like, like God, it's, it's like when you're running a marathon and you see a marker that goes, there's only X amount of kilometers or miles mm. left. You go, oh, great. We're nearly there, lads. Exactly. Let's look and see how much we've got left in the, uh, in the no, I was going to say the fridge, in the, uh, the storeroom. Well, it's funny because one of the other names for Imbolc is, I'm going to try and say it, but I'll get you to double check, Omlek, Omlek, it's an Irish, how would you say that, Omlek? Imbolc? 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 Imbolc. Which translates to use milk, 
because and emilk makes more sense because emilk yeah but um emilk because um okay emilk o-i-m-e-l-c because o-i is eh. oh there you go emilk so basically like animals were so important back in the day Mm -hmm. obviously they should still be important now but this was like literally life or death for Mm. these people so like they would often have their animals sleep in the house with them which i personally would love to have like a cow and a sheep and all that just sleeping it in my house. Smell it would smell weird, it would stink. but it would we'll be so adorable. I don't have a wee goat beside you just going. I, know, I would love that. <clears throat> so these animals would also be like planned out. Like which ones are we going to slaughter throughout the winter? Which ones are we going to keep that will produce mm-hmm. milk and babies and whatever? So around this time the ewes the ewes that's how you would pronounce Mm -hmm. would Mm -hmm. start to produce milk and start like the pregnant ones would start to lactate and that was generally the sign that spring was about to happen so it was like this big celebration whenever they started to produce milk because they were like oh my gosh spring is nearly here and they would have (laughs) this big feast imagine that spring's on its way no way i haven't got any milk yet (laughs) my lazy sheep just (laughs) sitting around doing nothing so, because, so I had to just confirm. So, emilk, they say use milk. Um, so, that's not the milk bit, because milk in Gaelic is banya. Yeah. So, it's not. No, no, no. That's not, it's not literally milk, but I, I mean, that's what it would mean. Use milk. Right. So, it's like a, a like a rough translation. Yeah. It? That's a very rough right, translation. Okay. <clears throat> just had to confirm. Um. But, I mean, they would be celebrating because they would have, obviously, babies coming, but also milk and cheese. And I personally would be very excited about the fact that we goat's had cheese. lots of cheese on Me- the like way. Like Meredith Goat's Cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, that could be a good sponsor <clears throat> for the podcast. I have so many potential sponsors I would love. Like... Meredith Goat's Cheese. Cabri Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would also like, <laughs> um, you're going like for food commercial, <laughs> Julux paint. <clears throat> oh, I'm not too fussy about the paint. Matter 10. <laughs> well, let me think on it. Oh no, you'd want Bunnings. That'd be great. That'd anyway, be really we'll come back with the wish we'll list. We'll, we'll post it later. <laughs> um, so also in bulk is actually one of the fire festivals. Um, not a sun because the sun was barely around, but it's a fire festival. So they would often have really big bonfires to celebrate nice. and, and that would represent the sun returning. Mm. And they actually had this really beautiful um, tradition. This is a Celtic tradition <clears throat> where they would get a young woman to come in when they were doing like their celebration. So I guess it would be like their ritual space. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what's in my throat all of a sudden. <clears throat> Thank you. Just some water from our sponsor, Tap. <laughs> Spring water. Um, they would get a young woman to come into like the ritual space and she would circle everybody with a candle and so that would represent the wheel of the year and the fact uh-huh. that the sun will always return, which I think is oh, really wow. beautiful. So That's she really represented nice. like the virgin goddess and she would, yeah, circle everybody um, and there are some tra- traditions as well where they would have a crown of candles, um, mm. which immediately makes me think of Yona Yinton. Mm. I think that was for a different yeah. celebration. Oh, right, okay. um, I think I'd have to look that up. But I know if That's you awesome. don't know who she is, look her up on YouTube. You'll thank me later. Yeah, it's J O N N A J I N T O N. And then Yoni tell her Yinton. to come on to my podcast because she's my number one. She's incredible. We'll both be there for that interview just to tell her that we love her. Anyway, so she had um, this video where she had a crown of of candles. So I would be interested to see if that was like the Scandinavian version. Well, it's funny because whenever you said a crown of candles, it made me think of the the Vikings, the the show. Because I'm pretty sure in some of their ritual scenes, they had crowns of candles on their heads. Or around their I heads. was thinking when I was writing all my notes about this, 
that whenever they and I don't know if this was like a spring thing or maybe it was an in bulk thing but whenever they would prepare the land before they planted seeds and stuff they would do a sacrifice and a big ritual mm. do you remember that in some of the like Lagatha uh, did it they did it in England as well whenever yeah, they, they, they took over yeah. the land yeah. and Lagatha did it and they like killed a goat or something mm. and poured the blood everywhere and I was like I wonder if that was for their version of in bulk or it just happened to be because they had uh, new land, but the timing would be right. Yeah, right. I don't know. Who knows? But I mean, I imagine for for <clears> that <throat> show, and they did a lot of research into um, Nordic paganism, hundred percent. Mm. Like they would have, they they wouldn't because they would have pissed a lot of people off if they hadn't. Mm. Um, so it's probably true. But also, they did that like when they went to England and they they got their land. Well, it would be, though, they around that, that as time. A, as a play- okay. Because they'd have to plant seeds in spring because that's when it would grow. So it must have been around then. I will re-watch Vikings purely for research purposes. Purely for research purposes. Also because it is the best. It is amazing. It's so good. I bloody love that show. Um, anyway, so in bulk correspondences, the things that you can embrace to help celebrate this turn of the wheel. So things for you to put on your altar are candles. Candles is probably one of the biggest symbols of Imbolc because, again, it represents the sun the returning. Light. And we'll get into candles a little bit later as well. Why did I write bonfire? If you want to have a bonfire on your altar, I would call the CFA first. Well, I don't but you, get, you don't have that on your, is it necessarily on your altar? I mean, you can always light a Do fire. Do an outdoor out altar. Back. Yeah, it's like that's a belting. Maybe that's what I meant. It's like a belting and whatnot. You know, <clears> light, <throat> light, if you have mm. a fire pit or something like that, you can light a fire outside as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, white flowers, daffodils, a Bridget's cross. Again, we'll get into Bridget a little bit later on. Um, <clears throat> birchwood antlers. And yes, that's it. With food, uh, always a big one, you can do things like honey, mm. milk, foods with seeds in it because the seeds represent new life. Mm. Um, you can make honey cakes, you can make pancakes, um, raisins and herbal tea. And a big one as well is butter. And every year we always make our own butter, which is super fun. Oh, and soda bread. And then we use the, the buttermilk in it to make soda bread and pancakes. That's right. Buttermilk we pancakes. We took off a few of the lists there. Do you think with honey and, and whatnot and honey cakes, because bees, honey bees to me, are a fairly big symbol of spring. Yeah. And fertility and all that stuff. New life and whatnot. Mm. Um, and because they pollinate flowers yeah. and whatnot. So obviously they create they're, life. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And honey's delicious. And it's delicious. <laughs> Um, for your herbs and your insects. And it doesn't go off. Sorry, it doesn't go off. Does honey not go off? No. They really? found No, but do you know here they found honey in a tomb of an Egyptian far, pharaoh from thousands of years ago and you could, it was still it wasn't Edible? Yeah, it was it wasn't <gasps> really? it hadn't gone off. But that's why they would use it to preserve things and it's to wicked like, gold. You could um you make you, you can use it like they have the honey wraps and things like that yeah, um but it doesn't it doesn't wraps. necessarily maybe you couldn't eat it but it didn't go off like it didn't go moldy and yeah. stuff interesting interesting um for your herbs and your incense you can use things like angelica basil bay heather myrrh which smells really yummy mm. um all the yellow flowers willow rowan oak um, oak is also associated with, can you guess what I'm going to say? Bridget. Oh. Because Bridget oh, yeah. is from Kildare, and, and Kildare, Kildare translates to? Kildara, which is Church of the Oak. There you go. Um, violets, sunflowers, garlic, um, an ash tree, which is also said to be sacred to Bridget, dandelions dill love dill ash for those of you playing at home is what you make hurley sticks out of as in the ash wood ash, the ash wood tree. you play hurley hurley in, uh, really? in ireland with is that what ash yours wood. is made from yep that was i was mm. from, from belfast and that's why whenever they'd 
put the ball in the middle and the two sticks would go and they'd get the ball. They called the Clash of the Ashes. Ah. Yeah. I like that. Facto. Look at you coming up with information tonight. I got facts. It's about bloody time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lavender, jasmine, peppermint and cinnamon. Love cinnamon. Hmm. Uh, the crystals you can use are amethyst, garnet, onyx, turquoise, yellow tourmaline, Ooh. Mm, um, pink quartz, rose quartz, hematite, and pearl. Oh. And then if you want to connect with some animals, there is the dragon, Ooh. Mm, a groundhog, Deer, <coughs> I love deer. Mm. One of my They're faves. So They're so beautiful. We actually get lots of deer up in the hills here, but they don't come to where we are, and I would love them to. No, the only one we did see didn't end up well. When um, did we see one? The side of the room. When? Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, if we had deer on our, I mean, oh my, I know they're meant to be <coughs> a real pain in the butt because they're they like a bit of a pest. eat everything. But how? <sighs> Beautiful. I would let them. Except my tomatoes. <laughs> Everyone always eats my tomatoes and I'm sick of it. <laughs> the possums and oh, that's the kids. A, that's a whole other story. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> um, so we've got deer burrowing animals like little bunny rabbits. Mm-hmm. Use robins and swans. A oh. very terrifying animal. Amy has <laughs> had some bad experiences swan fear. with swans. Swan I've been phobia. bitten swan multiple phobia. times. Swan phobia. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Was it did you get attacked by an Amy as well? Yeah, multiple times. <laughs> I've been attacked by emus. <laughs> I've been attacked by swans. I've been attacked by chickens. I got bitten. <laughs> I got bitten. How have I not known this? <laughs> when I went to the show, they were pecking their heads out of the cage and pecking me. <laughs> I knew about the swans I was like and Amy. Seven. I know he got, yeah. he got attacked by a chicken. This yeah. I had a, para- was it a parakeet bite me when I was at the vet and it, it hurt so much. And I was trying. Oh, I remember this that. client like, when you gave were it to me. It hurt so much that it made me cry. But because I'm like trying to be professional, I had like my teeth gritted, but I literally went out the back and started crying because it hurt so much. <laughs> oh my God. Like, <sighs> yeah. But I feel the, like my relationship is, though, with birds is getting better. <laughs> with birds, imagine like bird locks onto your finger. Not only are they hurting you, they're also going and flapping it around. There's so much. So much. Oh, there's so much going on. I haven't been attacked by. I've had a few oh, dodgy looks so many. from birds, but I haven't, you know, like swans mm. when you're like, you know, around lakes and stuff like that. They hiss at you. Yeah, remember oh. those emus nearly got out at the zoo that time. Yeah, remember we? Oh, yeah, no, they did get out. It was out. like Jurassic they, Park. They did get out, and you <laughs> left me. No, I didn't. Pr- yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. We went to this petting zoo, right? It wasn't and- a petting zoo. <laughs> It's a farm. It was a farm. It's a farm. But we were in the petting zoo. <laughs> petting zoo sounds so like like they just roll up in a truck and go, Here's your petting zoo. It wasn't anyway, it's it was like a, a it's a giant farm. But there was like the wildlife area yeah. and there were emus <laughs> in a caged area because they're evil, but they escaped. What was the, the lead up? But right? we knew so they were like... banging. It was like the velociraptors <laughs> in Jurassic Park. Yeah, they so... were banging on the cages <laughs> and we're like, They're gonna get out. When you walk into this area, it was a circle. And when you walked in, the emus were right at the top, and it was a, it was it was one in one out, like one way in one way out, and or sorry, it was it was yeah you'd walk in but you couldn't necessarily go back because it's just one circle, and you just kept hearing this clang clang clang. I'm like, oh, what's that Terrifi- noise? Kept like walking. When the T Rex escaped, <laughs> yeah, and the and vent started clang, to break clang, down. Clang 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 clang. We're like, what is that noise? And then you look around, and up the top we were halfway around, and the emus were like trying to jump over the fence, and we're like. Hmm, he's getting pretty close and then they're like banging off the fence we're like oh, oh they're, they're really determined to get out and then one just got loose and he was all like freaking yeah. out that he'd gotten loose but then you left <laughs> I me I didn't leave you 100% I was making sure the gate was open you for left you to get me. through I had Poppy in a pram and I was pregnant with Noah and you Lies. literally left and Lies. went to the exit Lies. it's not a lie Lies. that's 
the real Patrick Harvey, I never, everyone. <laughs> I would never do that. You actually did it. I didn't do that. Anyway, changing the subject now, back to something a little bit more pleasant than my bird I phobia. I would never have done that. You actually did. You did. Amy, that's mental. It's not mental. We'll discuss this I just, later. I just don't. I just don't buy your lies. He did. Anyway. Amy's a compulsive liar, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> I didn't leave you. I would he never did. do that. Oh, my goodness. We were right near the gate. I opened it. Oh, my God. Anyway, this is a conversation for another time. I'm in a lot of pain, by the way. Oh, shush. Anyway, how do you celebrate in bulk? That's why we're all here. What are we going to do yep. to celebrate? So... The first thing is going back to what we were saying before with the like planning and contemplation and all that mm-hmm. is that you want to start with a clean slate. So now is the time to clean, cleanse and clear your home because if you think about it, especially like going back, the house would stink by this yeah, point. Well, if you have goats and cows in the bedroom. Exactly. But even here... Like, you know, we've been inside majority of the time. Mm. The windows are closed. The dust is built up and the air just gets like really stagnant. Yeah. Like you don't have the windows and doors open. And like, so the air just kind of feels completely dense and not very nice. So it's like when it's a nice day, opening up everything and letting all that like beautiful fresh air come in and like literally cleanse your home and then just going through everything and like cleaning all the clutter like Mm. out well we were talking about this today like you you just get so much crap at the end of winter because you've just dumped things everywhere (laughs) you know so now that's why they literally have a spring clean thing so now is the time to do that is to literally like go through your homes Get rid what of do all I need? Stuff. What, what do, do I, I not, not need? need? Exactly. What's just stuff that I have? Because all of that holds energy as well. And when you, like, I was reading how if your room is cluttered, you don't have a good sleep. You don't rest because your brain you is so wake stimulated. Up because you wake up and you see mess and immediately mm-hmm. you go, ugh. Exactly. But when you wake up in a clean room, you're like, but anything's possible. Like, when you that's why in a a feng shui belief is that your entrance to your home should be one of the most important spaces because it determines how you feel when you're at home so as soon as you walk in if you're like doorway if you're like entrance area and your front room is dirty messy and whatever you go and don't feel very i feel like that because so we have baskets down the, the bottom of the stairs at the front door with <clears> shoes in it. Mostly the kids' shoes. The kids' shoes. And whenever you say, go find your shoes, they will go down and empty them all out on the floor. And yeah. that floor leads into our bedroom. So There's when you come in, everywhere. you see shoes. And then when you go to bed at night and it's dark, you're tripping over shoes. Yeah. And in the morning, it's dark and you're tripping over shoes. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Well, that's what they believe that, like, <laughs> as in literally, why. like walking up to your door, like the doormat, the door, everything should be clean, and the front area should be clean, mm. so that when you enter that space, you immediately feel perfect sense, really like at ease and calm, because that's what your home mm. should give you. But if your ha- if your area like that is cluttered, you're going to be like ugh, and have that like totally yuck feeling. I feel like that. Like if you cleaned up. Just say you clean up the house and you're so done nice. by like, you know, lunchtime. You go, oh, I guess we can just do any, have the whole rest of the day over. If yeah. people come over, you know, obviously people clean whenever people come over and then they leave and you go, How, wow, it just feels nice. I had a really great day. Like as in, obviously <laughs> it looks good, but it just feels. Yeah, it feels good. lighter. Feels nice. Yeah. So now is the time to get all that stuff done, which I'm actually so keen to yeah, do. I don't I know if it's too. like the nesting part of my brain is like, let's just like throw everything out. We don't need it anymore. And don't forget, there's a bit of a hangover from the last couple of years as well. Yeah. So, you know, we've accumulated things or we haven't done what we should we're have. We're playing catch up. Yeah, we weren't in a pattern and now we're getting into a pattern. Yeah. So now is the time, everyone, to start cleaning. Um, 
so candle magic that is a big one for Imbolc. As I said before, candles represent the sun returning. Mm-hmm. And again, Imbolc is a fire festival, so that would make sense as to why you use candles. Um, and you can do so many different things. So what I actually read that they had a tradition back in the day where on Imbolc they would light a candle in, or a lamp in every room of the house and that would um, represent all that would like call the sun in so it would warm up their oh, home. That's nice. And so they would either How nice is that? I know. I thought that was really nice. So, so I would nice. actually like to do something like that. Or even just light a candle that represents that that the sun is returning. I think that just the act of doing that is really beautiful. But I imagine how cozy their homes would have been then with like all the candles in every room. It's such a... I mean, this is what I love about this path. Like it's so... Meaningful. Yeah. And it's Mm. just... It's wholesome. Like it's it's so wholesome. And they probably made their own candles as well. And it Mm. would have just been so cozy. So yes. Something like that, I think, is really yeah. beautiful. Um, and Sorry. there's, again, there's so many different candle things you can do. Like, you can get those, um, what are they called? Like, the d- devotional candles. So, we've got a few. Um, they're the ones, sometimes they call them seven-day candles as I well. Like these ones. Yeah. If you're, not, if you're listening to this, you won't be able to see. Huh. But if you're watching it, you can see. <clears throat> but they they think there can be seven-day candles or a fixed candle, and basically they are ones that you light, <coughs> and they will burn, and they always have like an intention. So you can get like abundance, or sometimes they're for a particular like god or goddess mm. to like build a connection, or fertility, or fertility, like whatever. Like I did a fertility one before I fell pregnant for a safe, healthy pregnancy, mm-hmm. which worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do stuff like that. You can do like little candle spells with wish candles. You can do an offering candle as well. So you can obviously do one for Bridget, who we'll talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. or any kind of deity or guide that you work with. Um, but yes, get your candles out. I know a really good candle shop too. Oh, <laughs> would they have anything to do with the sp- Realm oh Beyond sponsor. I think they would. <laughs> um, so yes, candle magic is a really big one. Sure, sorry, just go back and go. I mean, but who knows how to make candles? <laughs> anyway, you know what? Uh, I actually wh- know how to make candles. I'm sorry, what? I know. What? It's an art form. You're that a candle. Not many can do. Mm. Hmm. Um. Anyway, I do love a bit of candle magic. It's it's really good. It's very and if you got wish candles. You know, they're really, they're straightforward and you hold, you hold a wish candle, put your intent into it. If you have some oils, you can rub oils on it. You can carve a word You can carve words or or whatever it is into it. Um, um, You can dip them in herbs, light them, you know, write a a note, put put it underneath it and burn the candle out. It's just a really simple, straightforward ritual, but it does... Mm. I, I think I mean they're great again it's just that sort of it's that's what I love about about this path is just you can do stuff like that and I mean look it's obviously carried on through Christianity and whatnot people would light candles for people who have passed away and whatnot um, but it's a beautiful thing especially wish candles are small they're yeah. a nice little flame um, they, what do they a burn quick, like, like an, an hour, hour or yeah. two yeah mm-hmm. yeah really good I, I, I like it <clears throat> Um, another thing which we've already kind of touched on is the reflection and planning. So um, writing down your goals, like, I mean, for us, obviously the Northern Hemisphere, it's a little bit different, but for us, we're at that midway point of the year. So it's like we've got the final six months. So you could have like a midway check-in of like, where am I at? What do I want to do? What goals have I set at the beginning of the year that I still haven't done? The Northern Hemisphere also at the middle of the year. No, I know, but they're not in bulk. Oh, but I'm like, I'm like, you know, no. that, you know that they're not, know they're not works. heading towards January. No, like, I meant because we're at in bulk. Well, here we are at the start of the year. Do you know what this podcast is about? <laughs> I was just like, I'm like, they're, they're doing the same. No, I know, right. I know how okay. time and the calendar work. However, for us here in in bulk, 
it's a good time to have that check-in and go, right, I need to work more on this because I haven't achieved this goal. So what can I do to really like ramp it up and kick ass in the last six months? Seasonally, not calendary. Seasonally, yes. Sorry, my bad. Um, That's okay. We all have faults. (coughs) Um, Kicks on this. Well, yes, amongst many things. Another thing that I think is a really fun thing you can do um, if you have kids, especially, or if you just want to do this, because I would do this with or without my kids, is create a fairy garden. Mm-hmm. Because now they're not necessarily out now, but in Astara, Beltane, Letha, it's a very fairy orientated time of the year. And that's often when they which we'll get into during those ones, but that's often when they start to come out. They, I guess because the garden is flourishing as well, so you kind of like get that fairy <coughs> energy. And so one thing that you can do is create a fairy garden in your actual garden. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, you can do it however you want. So for ours, we've got like little fairy houses and mushrooms and you can put crystals and little fairy statues and stuff. Um, I mean... They're adorable and fun to do, and they look really cute. Um, But they have a purpose. They have a purpose. So the idea is that um, you, as the fairy energy builds up, you want them to be outside. Because if they're in your house, um, you may have heard me talking about this with Karen Kay a few eps ago, but they can cause a little bit of havoc because they basically have their own set of rules and do whatever they want and they do like to cause mischief, which can be things like taking your keys, Mm. things disappear all the time and then they show up right where you've been looking, you can trip over things, things go wrong. It can manifest Mm. in so many ways. So the idea is that you lure them outside into this one spot. So by building this cute fairy house garden, by putting the crystals out there because they like shiny things, you can put offerings like honey and milk and all that, which is associated with Imbolc. And they will go outside. And they say that, and also this is, I have seen this myself, that if the fairies um, approve and they kind of move into that area, that you get this like abundance of wildflowers. And I noticed that because we built ours out in the back, mm. we actually had wildflowers growing through the concrete yes. all around it. Like all around the, there the were like pavers. daisies and stuff all <clears throat> around it. Usually so, through pavers you get weeds. Yeah, but we those, have literal like yeah. things of daisies popping out. Yeah. So it was really cool. And the thing about having fairies in your garden is it makes your garden just like bloom mm. so much. And you can ask them to like um, help them grow. So you can put like crystals in your flower beds and you notice that they just go and grow yeah. out. So. And, and it's also a way um, for, for those people who, you know, quite often ask, it's also a really great way to get the kids involved. Yeah, because, they love it. Yeah, you know, you might say, um, do you guys want to go and give an offering to the fairies at, at the, fairy, um, the fairy garden? And they'll bring out a little bowl with honey or, or milk or something in it mm-hmm. for them as well. Our um, kids do it all the time. All the time. They'll come, they'll come in and say, hey, can I bring something out? Mm. Um, to to give to the fairies, and they go on like whisper things to them, yeah. and it's yeah. really cute. It's so it's definitely a fun activity to do with kids for that day. And also, how nice is it? Because our our little furry houses, um, some of them have lights in them. Yeah, and at like nighttime, yeah, at nighttime <laughs> when you look out, you can see the little it's windows, like, and you tell the kids that they've come home. They're all yeah. home now, and they're like, oh my god. Yeah, it's that's it's really beautiful. Fun. It's beautiful. So I recommend that one. I think that's a nice, fun one to do, and you'll thank yourself later when mm. you don't have destruction and chaos in your house. When you get wildflowers everywhere, you go, "What? Yeah, they're so pretty." Mm. Um. So another big one is connecting with the goddess Bridget. Um, she is very, very much associated with this day, and often they call this the feast of Bridget. 
So Bridget is a Celtic goddess. Now I'm not going to get too much into her because I am going to be doing a deity series and I will do an episode mm. just about her. We can kind of have a little bit of a touch on her now. Um, but basically, Bridget is probably, I would say, one of the most well-known. I won't say the, but I'd say one of the most. Well, I would say she is. So Bridget... She crosses over a few religions as well. She does. So Bridget, so I grew up um, Irish Roman Catholic family. And we'd have a Bridget's cross up above the door, um. So th there, there were it was, and, and everyone seemed to have one, and um, whenever obviously I started sort of learning, um, on this path, I went, ah, oh, that's a bit weird. And Amy said, here's a Bridget's cross. And I went, I, I know, I had one in my home mm. the entire way growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, sorry, that's all I wanted. So Bridget, we'll get onto that of why she mm. crosses over. So, but Bridget is um, one of the reasons why is she is known as a triple goddess. So she can come in the form of the maiden, mother, or crone. Um, and sometimes people have experiences where they meet her in mother phase or crone phase or whatever. Um, but basically, it just means that you can kind of call upon her for whatever energy you are wanting. So it means you can kind of call on her for anything. She's mm. one of those ones where they're kind of like the all-rounder. Um, she is known as the goddess of the cauldron and the sacred flame or eternal flame. And so this was in Kildare, which we mentioned before. But um, there was this... so. Like obviously way back she was a really big Celtic goddess and they had built this like temple I guess for her is that what you would call yeah. it this big stacked stone area yeah in Kildare mm -hmm. and they had a flame there which was an eternal flame which meant it doesn't go out and they would have these priestesses of Bridget who would um, watch over it all the time to make sure it was safe which is one of the reasons why she's called goddess of the eternal or sacred flame. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, the what happened with her is that when Christianity took over, they the Christian missionaries basically came in and said to the priestesses, you're wrong. Um, she's not a pagan um, god, goddess. Um, she's a saint and because she's a goddess of um, like midwifery, mm. they said she was Jesus's midwife. And so obviously they didn't agree. So they didn't last long, those people. And so they took over and they made the space like a holy site. There's a big church on it. In, no. Yeah, so this is in Kildare. It's an actual place we went to a few years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and then they told all the pagans that she was actually a saint and she was midwife of Jesus as an attempt to like lure them over mm. to become Christians. Um, and that's why in Christianity they celebrate St. Bridget and St. Bridget's Day. Mm. But yes, that's what happened there. Um, but Kildare is pretty cool. We went mm. and there's like, um, yeah, you can go into the pit and they say that only women are allowed into the pit. What's and it just that? has this like really cool energy about it in mm. there. We did go into one area. Remember the one, there's like a... Called the, uh, the, the well? The, the kitchen. Yeah, down in the ground. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of steps weird. down. It was a big bit weird. I reckon something horrible happened in there. Mm. It was pretty dark and spooky, but where her flame was, was and the flames actually moved somewhere else. They've made a, a, a tourist center yeah. down the road. We from didn't have time to go and see it. Where the church is, but I mean, I suppose in a way we wanted to go to the original yeah. sort of place anyway. And it's really um, cool. It's definitely worth going to... It was, it was brilliant yeah and actually just there if you're a bit of a history buff as well they've actually got um these stack stone towers um and 
what would happen is the, the monks or the, the people that lived at the church um, would use these towers if they saw the Viking ships come in. So mm. there were, they had thousands of these towers all over Ireland as look uh, as lookouts. So, and what would happen is if you look stand at one of these towers, the, the door to get in is way, Super way up. Up, up the tower. And they'd drop these rope ladders down whenever they'd see the Viking ships come and all the priests or monks and sisters and whatever would climb up and they'd ha- hide all their, their jewels and whatnot in, in these towers. Um, so the Vikings couldn't get in. Um, and, they would uh, have been able to get in. There's like, only a few. They, they were pretty good at what they did. Yeah, I know. But I mean, you look, there's there's gold chalices and whatnot buried all around monasteries and churches uh, throughout reason. the whole of Ireland. Uh, I presume England <clears throat> as a result of Vikings coming over. But that was my good mate Patrick at uh, that church yeah, in Kildare right. who told me. And if you're listening, Patrick, how you going? <laughs> Drop us a line. Drop us a line at, at Um, So Bridget is known as a sun goddess, um, which is one of the reasons why she is associated with Imbolc. But they say at Imbolc, she um, comes to your home and she can be called into your home and she will... Um, like basically clean and cleanse the air and then protect your home for the year ahead um and so what people would do is they would make these little beds um that was that were meant to be for her and they would leave like food and offerings on the bed as like a a way of saying like please come in this is for you you're welcome to stay and they would also leave their bridget's cross out and she would bless the cross and then they would put the cross on the door for the rest of the year as like a protection for the home. And that's where we had ours. And that's where it's all come from, which is pretty cool. Um, we used to throw ours like a boomerang. Did it come back? Nope. But whenever my parents would go out, we'd pick it up and we'd throw it. Because we didn't realize this, the um, significance of mm. it. And now that I know what I know, I probably wouldn't have done that i wouldn't have done it either yeah. i don't want to piss her off yeah i've heard some stories so i work with bridget and she was actually was she the first one i ever worked mm. yes yeah, she yeah. was um and it's funny because i kind of talked about this a little bit with courtney weber but there's this idea that bridget is like a sweet mother energy and loving and whatever and she is very caring but if you've met an irish woman she is not sweet and innocent and quiet they are um how would you say it they are they've got a harsh tone about them they know what they want they know what they want they say what they feel they'll tell you exactly not doing (laughs) what you need to do you get a clipper in the air chase you with a broom you get a clipper in the air and that's what she's like. Like she gives me boots up the bum all the time. She's very like, hello, you haven't like worked with me. Where are you? What are you doing? But I kind of like respond to that energy. I think if someone was like really like fluffy and kind, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Like hmm. they won't care. But with her, I'm like, Ugh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like her and Hecate. I'm like, I am not gonna piss them off. Um, but she's pretty cool to work with. Like they're, they're there. She's one of the ones that's like there when you need her. And, um, hmm, she's fun. Nice. I won't get too much into her though. We'll, we'll talk about that another day. Yep. You like Bridget though, don't you? I do. Uh, there's some, there's some grandmotherly connection that Maybe I. you connect to her crone phase. That I feel with her. Yeah. No, just the way you've described her. I'm like, yeah. I think I could, I could, I could wax lyrical with her, mm. um, and and get a bit of advice. I think as well, um, like I've always felt a connection with with, obviously, um, Celtic um, traditions. Yeah. Um, I've never really been drawn towards, you know, anything Egyptian or anything anything other than than Celtic. Um, obviously. From, from my my cultural background as well, but that would be a big influence. Um, but I just I just, I just feel I, th- I think if you look at it cli- like um from a climate perspective, um, but you're very connected with druidism, druid 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 druidry. Jeepers! Jibber jibber jibber. Um, 
Yeah, no, I am, and I and I and I, 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 it's it's almost like as soon as I heard someone say what druids are, were, are, whatever, um, uh, I immediately went, oh yeah, and I felt like I want to know more, I want to learn more, and I felt like that's awesome. Mm. Um, but anything that, like I say, I know there's a lot of people that connect with, you know, Egyptian and mm. Greek um, gods and goddesses and whatnot. I think even Norse is one of those things as well. Yeah. I think a lot of it for me has to do with um, understanding, like, the climate and whatnot. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, those those sort of colder regions and how they would, <coughs> how they, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Sometimes I just know just that. it is what it is. I think that's what like, it is for me. I don't connect with Greek mythology and that kind of path but i work with hecate and with aphrodite but i don't really like have an interest too much in that path maybe it's just that but it's their energy and it's what they represent not as like a cultural um you know tradition or part you know what i mean yeah but it's more like the qualities that they have and the way that they True. are and what they stand for that's what i'm like drawn to um and sometimes that's all it really is about yeah but yeah but anyway that's in bulk i love it yeah i love it and i'm excited to do this cleaning thing oh my god i'm so <sighs> my gosh we've got so much stuff that we need to sort out it's just stuff that you're gonna go and you know when you're in the in the rut of winter can you go? I wore that jumper. I wore that t-shirt. I wore that thing, and you know you're not wearing half your clothes. No. Um, and probably because half the time I, I don't put them away because I'm like I cannot be bothered. Yeah, your whole vibe changes over winter. I'm not yours, just everyone's. Yeah. Um, and you kind of get, get a wee bit more like, ugh. Yeah. Rainy Saturday afternoon. Usually we'd get up and do X, Y, and Z. Do you know what today I feel like doing? You know, sweet fa. Yeah, maybe like do a week a late clean of the house and then. Do you want to watch a movie? Mm-hmm. Hey kids, do you want to snuggle and watch a movie? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because you're hibernating. Yeah. So. It's anyway, so good. That's what I like about it, though. So that's in bulk. It's very exciting. Let me get this hurt out of the right. Thank you. Um, well, thank you so much for the enlightenment. You know what? You're welcome. It was really great to meet you as well. It was great and, to meet um, you. And, and thanks very much, uh, everyone, for listening. Yes, thank um, you once again for being here. Today. Um, as always, you can find me in the following places. Uh, I'm on Instagram under Wiccan Sage. I'm also on TikTok under Wiccan Sage, which is yep. fun. Um, if you would like to watch this, if you're not already, if you are, hey, um, you can jump over to YouTube and it's under Rose Thorn Cottage. And also, if you want to join our super fun witchy group on Patreon, um, I've popped up some fun inbox stuff on there already and I'll do some more probably in the next day or two. Um, that's under Rosestone Cottage as well. And <clears throat> you should mention you've just launched a new tier on uh, Ro, Ro, uh, Patreon. Yeah. Um, called the the Mystic tier. The Mystic. And there's only ten of those available. Mm-hmm. There's I think there's a few of them that have already gone. Yes. They only launched the other day. And if you do want to, they involve monthly readings from me. From Amy and yeah. <clears throat> speaking from experience, and anyone that's spoken to her who's had a reading. They're pretty good. Uh, they're pretty good. And a monthly one. I know. Even better. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I like them. Um, so, yeah. They're, they're all the places. And that's all. And you can find me here. On the odd podcast. With <laughs> You'll be back soon. Bacon cakes. We'll do a story episode soon. Uh, yes. What, what should we do next time? Hmm. I like... I want to do more magical places. Magical places is good. What was one we were saying the other day? Was it like an alien one? Oh, ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. Yes. Ancient alien theories. So, if you haven't seen the show Ancient Aliens, we're watch fascinated. it. Because this is going to open up the whole conversation about how big the universe is. Yes. Which Patty 
Loved. is very keen to explore. I'm surprised he hasn't already talked about it. I'm excited to explore the universe. You probably talked about it in the last story one. I did. I think that's when it all began. But anyway, I we're did. not going to do it now. We're not going to do it now. But um, if you haven't seen the show Ancient Lands, check it out. It's a um, And it, it goes into, you know... Um, Egypt and the pyramids, Stonehenge. I know what I'm going to do. Oh my gosh, what? For our story time. What? Let's do the alien one because I know what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? I'm not telling. Should I tell? Should I do a spoiler or we won't say? Go. No, I'm going to keep it a secret, um, but it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. It's, it's something, I'll give you a clue. It's something I am fascinated about. I have mentioned it a few times before. You should know. The Bermuda Triangle. No, but that's oh. a good one. Would that be considered a magical place, though? No. Or would that be an oh, alien Oh, you're talking thing? about ancient... Which one are you talking about that you've got an the idea The alien for? one. Ah. Oh. The pyramids. Well, see, this is the thing. Is this an alien thing or is it a, a magical place? It's the ancient aliens. Well, now we know which one you're doing. Thanks for... <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here um i will see you next week patty will see you soon thank you so much for having me again guys um were you gonna turn it off i was you can do it all right well, thanks very um, much have a beautiful in bulk and let me know what you're doing bye